Welcome to Mountain Mama Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken. And my name is Deborah Moore, and we are your hosts. And you'd think we'd know how to do this after. We've <laughs> done so many episodes, ah. and like, no. <laughs> we still don't know what we're doing. Excellent. We have a, for our guest today is this amazing woman. Her name is Jamie. We met, I don't know if we met a year or two ago. Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah, something like that. And we were starting talking, and she had mentioned that she had done the Appalachian Trail. And so we she's going to have some cool stories to share on that. Um, I just wanted to introduce her, though. She is... Um, from born in Aurora, Colorado, she currently lives at Lake Point. Um, has a loving and supporting husband with a three-year-old, very cute firecracker daughter. She is super good. <laughs> she has that like, kind of reddish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's got it. Um, and then she's currently um, S A H M stay-at-home mom, which is, like, the best career ever. Also, and Emily's then, really, really super proud that she knows what this acronym is. <laughs> I just learned this on Jenny's episode. <laughs> and then she's also an outdoor enthusiast and, like, a canyoneering junkie, I have to add. Yeah. And then her yeah. other name, Jamie slash uh, Wrecking Ball, is her trail name. So um, I want to pass it oh, off to nice. you. Like, to let us know. What was it like? Like, first off, what... Why the Appalachian Trail? Where is the Appalachian Trail? Let her, like these gals, we probably have gals that have no idea what this even is. <laughs> well, the Appalachian Trail is on the East Coast, goes from Georgia all the way up to Maine. It's about 2,189 2, miles. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Every year it goes up because they start doing switchbacks. So oh, the mile okay. is, goes up. Oh. <laughs> Which I guess is good in the long term, but like kind of stinks, you know. Yeah. But. But anyway, okay, so the Appalachian Trail, how long does it normally take people to do it? Do they normally do it all at one time, go north to south, south to north? A lot of people go northbound because you can actually start in, like, March. If you go southbound, you're going home around Christmas. Mm. So I wanted to be home before Christmas and before all the holidays, so I went northbound with the majority of everybody. Gotcha. So, like, in, so in March, about this, um, <clears throat> and then how long does it take to do the whole trail? Like, for an average... Average person is about five to six months. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's, that's so amazing. cool. So how were you able to get five or six months off? Like, what was going on in your life? Or Well, we just recently moved to Wyoming at the time, and I was We, just... meaning your spouse, or? Yeah, me okay. and my husband. Okay. And uh, I was just doing a seasonal job at the airport. So when the season ended, I was just going to head up. <laughs> no way! Yeah. And how did your husband feel about this? He thought I was joking when I told him. <laughs> and then I started planning it out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, this is happening. Well, we don't have kids. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> oh, man, that is an awesome husband. Yeah, yes. he's very supportive on that. Yeah, that's amazing. And then what like, what planning went into getting ready for this? Well, I started going to the gym thinking I was going to be all, you know, buff by the time I went out there. But I injured my knees in the gym. Oh. So I went out there with two injured knees instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Otherwise, I just planned where I was going to resupply, how many miles I was going to do, what the dangers were, how am I going to fly out. So what when you talk about resupply, what does that mean? So every you can't hold that much food in your backpack. So every two weeks, every week or three days, you have to stop at a city or 
a town. Most of it was like a convenience store and get some more food for the mm-hmm. next stretch of trail. Do you ever, and you have a mailed in sometimes or do you? Yeah. Originally I had planned every two weeks and I was doing uh, mail drops. So my husband would send them to the post office and they would hold them there for two weeks until uh-huh. I came to pick it up. Oh, that's so cool. That yeah. is cool. And a nice way to stay connected to, I mean, I don't know, I guess there's other ways you might've been staying connected. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> More like, right? like, she's still alive. She's still alive. Yes. All right. We've got another two weeks. Exactly. She's still alive. I really had a support <laughs> and trust him. Yeah. It's yeah. good. That's really cool. I mean, I just, I loved, to, I, I just have so many questions because this is like on my bucket list. I just want to do the Appalachian Trail. I want to do the Pacific Crest Trail, which is on the West Coast. And yeah, so I just, I'm like, tell me everything. How you did everything. So, um, so you did your drop, your, um, drop-offs and organize those. Did you organize them from the whole six months from the very beginning? Or did you kind of communicate as you went along the way? I, I organized it for the whole six months, but then after, I think, two mailbox and mail drops, I decided to can that whole idea yeah, and just resupply at every town. It was easier because I didn't know my timeline because mm-hmm. I thought I would be doing like 13 miles a day, but sometimes it rained so much that you're like nine miles is good or mm-hmm. six miles. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, with all that, and then I decided, cause the first two weeks I didn't resupply at all. So I carried a big bear bag of food. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was just a lot of food. And then I saw everybody else's bear bag and it was only like three days or four days worth of food. Uh-huh. And uh, that's a lot lighter weight. So I decided to start doing that. So I did more of like five days, six days mm-hmm. at a time. Is that more common for people to do that? Like to have, um, uh, to resupply at every city as they're yeah. going along? Okay. Yeah, it's very more common than, than to have mail drops. Mail drops are good if you want like um, certain items like new pair of shoes or a rain jacket. Sometimes you're sending stuff home. You're like, I packed too much. Yeah. I've heard that's common. Like in that first <laughs> yeah, couple of weeks, you're like, what was I thinking? Yeah. I don't need like my dice collection or whatever. <laughs> right. Or the games or the, the books that you play with all the downtime you're going to have. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 What yeah. did you do about your downtime? Like, was there downtime or was there just eating, yeah. hiking and exhaustion? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> There was a little bit of downtime, but mainly it was just writing in my journal and then getting on the trail again, you know. So there wasn't that much downtime. Yeah. Well, I mean, even just with any trip, like anywhere, you usually pack way more than you need. Yeah. And then especially something where it's like, okay, not only do I pack more, so it's kind of annoying. It's like, no, this is physically weighing me down. Right. And so that definitely makes sense where really quickly you're like, no, no, I don't need this. Yeah. It's like a lesson for life. (laughs) <laughs> how many pairs of underwear do you really need <laughs> <laughs> pack less than you think you need right. and just hope that there will be a town right that yeah you can go to. <laughs> so um i want to go back to your first you had a story you wanted to share about your first 100 miles like what was it like starting and getting going on this grand adventure well luckily my husband was working for georgia pacific at the time so he had a conference down in Atlanta, Georgia. And so he dropped me off at the Springer Mountain. Usually people start at Amicola Falls. Have you heard of that? Uh-uh. So there's a falls that people go to, and then you have to hike up to the trail. because it's In Georgia, right? In Georgia? Okay. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to hike an extra nine miles if I have to hike 2,200. <laughs> so I convinced my husband to drop me off, and he rented a 
Hyundai Veloster, so this little beat-up car, okay. and we drove up on this mountain road, and he, dro- he dropped me off in the rain, and I just started hiking. I was all enthusiastic about it. I was what excited. Did your, what did your pack look like? It, I call it Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was about 47 pounds Whoa. to start with. Do you still have the pack? I do. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> so emotionally cool. attached. I, can <laughs> I feel like I'd be like your friend. Yeah, yeah. like... I it smells pretty bad though. <laughs> so, but yeah, he uh, he dropped me off and I just I went for it, all happy, excited. What were you wearing? I like want to picture like what is this like that moment you're like okay you've got your huge pack on and like are you just like in a t-shirt and shorts and running shoes know. or so in March in Georgia it rains and rains uh, <laughs> so I was in it's probably like, super humid too yeah. Um, I was in my rain gear mm-hmm. <laughs> from head to toe Rocking and it ra- in your poncho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it rained for my first week and a half straight. Like there was Whoa. like non- nonstop. <laughs> Is that yeah. normal? Supposedly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Everybody that hiked there all the time, they're like, oh, welcome to Georgia in March. I was like, okay. So all these other through hikers are probably in the same boat. They're all just like miserable, exhausted and wet. A lot of them. Yeah. Oh. But most of them were seemed to be more prepared because they were from the east. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. I was just like, oh, you know, I can hang up my clothes and it will dry out. But no, it's humid there and it uh-huh. stays wet and it never dries out. Right. So. Like, what was it? Like, how did you dry stuff? Were you just in wet stuff for like two weeks? And pretty much. Getting oh, blisters yeah. and like, what was that like just for chafing and yeah and like what is yeah because you're going probably from just like an, an a normal regular life to like on the trail every day like what is that transition like for your body it's it's very hard it's very rough because a lot of people say oh you're just on an extended vacation you're like no i'm <laughs> i'm hiking every hour of every day almost you know and then when i get to camp i do some more work i have to get water i have to make my food i have to set up my tent I had to go dig a hole, you know, for to go to the bathroom <laughs> or hang mm-hmm. up a bear bag. And then the next morning, you just pack up all that stuff and hike until you can't hike anymore. And then you do it all over again. Did you have like a certain schedule? Like you wanted to do so many miles a day, like a goal? Or were you, did you just literally just go until you were tired? Pretty much. Uh, I had a goal originally because to resupply and make sure you had enough food, you had to at least schedule it out a little bit. So, and I always carried an extra day worth of food just in case, because sometimes you get blisters or you want a zero or something happens and you're out there for an extra day that you didn't anticipate. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, gotcha. Yeah, it was How, nuts. What was your, what were your feet like? Uh, the first hundred miles were the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so I, after I hiked about, um, a hundred miles, I pulled something to my groin, so I couldn't lift my left leg more than six inches, and I got shin splints, and Mm -hmm. I had the blisters the size of half dollars on my heels, on both of them, and my feet swelled up to about a whole shoe size bigger. Whoa! Yeah. And so my, my shoes didn't fit. And I was in miserable condition, let's just say. From an emotional standpoint, how are you doing emotionally? Because that's a lot of, like, grit to just keep going, No, you know, when it's feeling that miserable. Right. Well, I, I called my husband when I first got to the first town. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. 
And he's like, well, you know, I'm coming up there in a month and a half for another conference. So just stick it out till then. Ah, uh, yeah. that's, that's how that's <laughs> where it came from. Okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, you know, because I didn't want to quit. I mm-hmm. wanted to do it, but I was having such a miserable time. Yeah. And um, so I like to say, if you like to be pleasantly uncomfortable, it's a great thing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's all about attitude. But, um, yeah, so I just kept hiking until that happened. And after... After the first month, you, like, get your trail legs, you get your friends, your trail family, and you just keep hiking, and you're having a ball. So the first month is kind of the rough... The break-in. Yeah, yeah. for everyone. Do, or do a lot of people drop out? Did you see a lot of people leave the trail? I did, actually, um, from 500 miles. It was disappointing when you saw somebody hike probably 1,500 miles and then drop out, and you're like, no. Oh, yeah. But... <clears throat> things happen for different reasons. Some people break their legs and are sent home. <laughs> which, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, you're right. that's a little bit different than like... Yeah. And then some people are just emotionally, because sometimes you're hiking alone for weeks. Mm-hmm. And emotionally, that can get to you. Um, but, yeah. yeah, people drop out all over from 100 miles to 50 miles, all the way up to 2,000 miles. And you're like, no, you had 200 more. Oh, yes! Oh! So that's got to be killer. Yeah. So how did you, with that first 100 miles, yeah, even just your first 100 miles, like what did you end up doing with your shoes and your clothing? And like, how did you transition to like, like, did you end up having to get new shoes? Um, I did. So since I was wearing my rain gear all the time, I actually, since women's thighs rub together, I rubbed (laughs) holes in them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like in the inside of your pants? In the inside of the pants. So I had to get to town and fix those. And then... What did you mean fix them? Like, did you have to get new pants or you put patches on them? I put patches on them. I was poor. I sold my car to go on this trip. So So I patched them up. And then when I got to the town, um, I met this guy, Oconee. So... Oh, it's not uncommon to share a hotel room with multiple hikers or one hiker or whatever. Okay. And one hiker approached me. He's like, hey, do you want to share a hotel room? I'm like, you're young. You're about my age. I don't think my husband's going to appreciate that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, uh, uh, uh. And this older gentleman saw that I was like a little questionable. He's like, no, she's she's getting a hotel room with me. I was like, <laughs> I okay, am. yeah. <laughs> I was uh-huh. like, all right, let's. But he had a better vibe. Like, you have to go by your intuition, right? Mm, right. I was like, okay, this guy's questionable. This guy, he's like a father figure, right? So I'm like, okay. And he was the best guy ever. He decided to zero with me. So that's like, you just take a day off mm-hmm. in town. Okay. Yeah, I was and, about to ask what that means. Right. I love all this lingo. Tell us it all. <laughs> Let's learn it all. So a zero day is great because the next day you... You do the laundry, you wash your clothes, you repack food, you get more food, um, and take a shower, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How really... often are you showering on the trail, do you think? So, well, the first week, I went two weeks without a shower. Because you were already getting a daily shower with the rain, I was of course. Gonna say, you're <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it sucked because you're sweating inside your <laughs> oh, wetsuit, too. So right. you're wet from head yeah. to toe. I smelled pretty ripe, let's say. <laughs> I couldn't stand myself in my tent. But, um, yeah, and then after that, I think it was at least weekly I tried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no judgment here. I think yeah. I've gone 18 days. was the longest on a trip, so I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Skinny dip wherever you can. <laughs> That's true. 
Or you learn how to like clean the critical areas, and you're like, all right, right, I'm good. Yeah. What still smells like pee? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Must be the shoes. I think all moms know this. I know. I was gonna say sometimes (laughs) it's life. Life smells like pee. Awesome. Okay, so, and was this older gentleman, he, his name was Oconee? Yeah, that right? was his trail name. Okay. And um, How do you come up with trail names? So, some people, like Oconee, they make their own trail name. Mm-hmm. So, he lives on Lake Oconee. So, that's what he got from. Or they like Cocapelli, so I hiked with a, a Cocapelli. But most of the time, somebody gives it to you for ah. some kind of experience or something that happened on the trail. Mm. Oh, Good cool. or bad. Good or bad, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, like, there's Snot Rocket, there was uh, <laughs> Morningwood, and there's all these other ones that you're like, where'd you get your name? I don't want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> that's a story. That's a story. Yeah, a story. there's always stories behind it. Mm-hmm. And um, so mine got dubbed by Oconee. He gave me the name. So Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball, that's yeah. That's a cool name. <laughs> so, what is, like yeah, those, so what's the story with that? We got to hear. Well, I, uh, it's, a, it's a short story. Since my knees were broken... Right. I, I kept walking and had knee braces and I kept stumbling over nothing. And with my backpack being so heavy, I would take out trees when I fell over. And then sometimes <laughs> I would fall and I would take him out or some other hikers out. And he's like, you come in like a wrecking ball. I'm like, well, now everybody's going to think I'm a Miley Cyrus fan. <laughs> so it became a big thing and everybody started calling me. And I was like, OK, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. To me, it's more like that empowering, like, wrecking ball, like, I'm going right. to take charge. I'm going to... Yeah, I feel like it is. It's super empowering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you feel like you owned your name after a while, or it took a while to kind of, like, feel like it was yours? Oh, yeah. Well, first, when people are calling you your trail name, you're like, haha, that's silly. You know, like, why are you calling me that? That's weird. But then after a few months, that is who you are. Nobody knows your real name. Mm-hmm. So they're wow. like, oh, have you seen wrecking ball lately? Mm-hmm. And it's in serious talk. And you're like, mm-hmm. wow, this is... It's weird. Aww, <laughs> that's cool. Like, did you ever get a chance to help name someone else or? I did. I, so there's this one girl that would always come in behind me really hot. Like you could hear her thump, 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 thump. I was like, you're like thumper. <laughs> so the, I gave her thumper and another girl I gave scout because she kept scouting out the areas, you know. Oh, fun. Those are cool names. Those are cool names. Yeah. Like they're not like, you know, demeaning or no. anything like that. That'd be like a cool name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not like splits their pants or right? something. Right, yeah. <laughs> There's a million bad names we can think of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That is. I love that. And because you got that trail name there, do you do you use it other times, you know, nowadays as far as like when I go hiking and yeah. stuff? Yeah. It, it, it's kind of a trail name that, so I've done the John Muir Trail too. and Down in California? Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, there's racking ball, you know. I was like, I'll just hold it out. I'm going to stay true Wait, to did it. Wait, you, did you, you met people on John Muir that you'd known on the Appalachian Trail? No, or they like... knew that I hiked it, so they were oh, just okay. like, we're going to call you that. Uh, like they're like, what's your trail name? And we'll yeah. call you your trail name. Oh, so, that's so cool. That was fun. Because <laughs> the John Muir Trail's on the Pacific Crest Trail, right? It is. Yeah, it's part of that trail. Mm-hmm. So. Ah, that's awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I think anything else you wanted to share? I feel like we asked you a zillion questions and like with your first, like your first stories, did we get all the, well, all the highlights of what you All the highlights, You have to know that Jamie was super cool and wrote it all down. So I like want to make sure I don't. I didn't want to stutter. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I, I think all that is good. Um, 
Oconee was like, well, when I got to the, it's called Franklin, North Carolina. That's the first hundred mile big uh, shebang. And Oconee, he, when he zeroed with me, you know, we went and gorged ourselves with really good food and he decided to get some ice cream and we had a girls night <laughs> so we were laughing and having ice cream and watching like drama movies and singing i was like you're the best girlfriend i've ever had <laughs> and so after that we just hiked on um together but not together for like i think two months wow yeah Wow, that is so, so cool. And he was definitely by far my favorite. He just mm -hmm. had so many stories. He's like, uh, I have a story. Do you have time? Oh, sure. I got, yeah, got eight hours <laughs> left today. <laughs> so, that's oh, going to be neat about cool. hiking with a partner who's a little bit older, too, because they have more experience, experience. And they've done a lot of crazy things. He was but, fun. Uh, and then he even, like, he felt bad because he's like, you need to send we. So there's this foot place in North Carolina. So they examine your your feet and try to get you in different shoes and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I was like, I don't know if I can afford it. And so I was calling my husband. I was like, what can we do? He's like, I don't know. You know, we just spent a hundred and whatever for my boots. And Oconee's just like, we're getting you new shoes. So he bought them for me. Oh. Yeah. Wow. He's all like, I'll give you my address. I wrote in my journal. I was like, I'll pay you back. <laughs> He's probably like, whatever. Yeah, he's, he's, he's totally chill about it. But. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So because you didn't like, like you said, you didn't know people's first names and you created these trail names and everything, did you ever get back in contact with anyone who also did this trail? Or is it just kind of like that really close friendships and then that's kind of it, you know? Right. Well, thank goodness for Facebook. So, like, we've added... I know some of their names, but still in my head, like Oconee's Oconee. Yeah. Pack Rat's Pack Rat. So I, whenever I refer to them, that's all I know. But thankfully, I have a few of them on my Facebook. So we stay in contact a that's little bit. That's cool. <laughs> I love that. That's so, so cool. And I, yeah, I can't even imagine how that must have felt like when you made it all the way. Yeah. Through it, everything. Like, we'll uh, get to that yeah. in our next episode, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yay. Stories of plenty. Hear more. <laughs> But like for um, just what would be your takeaway point for our ladies, like starting something big by yourself, mm -hmm. like, you know, what were some of your recommendations or just thoughts that you'd like to share with the gals about doing stuff like that? Well, a lot of people have ambitions to doing so. And as long as you like your own company, you'll do great. And if you like walking, you'll do wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but make sure you're you're able to be pleasantly uncomfortable. Pleasantly uncomfortable yes, and be okay with and that. And be okay with it. And being able to leave stuff behind. Like, I think a lot of times we do carry a lot of baggage with us yeah. that are is not necessary. And like you're saying, like, shedding off the stuff, shedding off the superfluous. Yep. And, and you uh, have a lot of time to think and be your own company. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's where you can let go of, like, the more metaphysical baggage. Yep, right. Yeah, you're like, let it go. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> Just walk it off. Yeah. <laughs> Man, well, thank you so much. That's it for today's adventure. And thank you so much, Jamie, for coming today. Join us next time. And remember, a woman's place is in the mountains.